rather than trying to find the perfect industry or to find the perfect target market per se, the foundation should be to find what is this innate skill and then capitalize on that. Do more of that. Welcome to Satori Prime's Have It All podcast, where you get your fix of personal development without any of that fluff. A podcast dedicated to the unending quest of self-discovery and remembrance. You'll discover new breakthrough thinking and feeling technology that will cause shifts in all areas of your life, your finances, your body, relationships, and most importantly, your mind. You'll uncover your truest self and for probably the first time in your life, feel 100% worthy of having it all. It's time to stop talking and fantasizing about your dream life and start living it. So get ready to have your mind expanded in the best way possible. Now, fair warning, if you implement what you learn here, your life will never, ever be the same. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. All right. So today, the review was actually a two-star review. But I would love to read it anyway, because it comes to us from someone really inspired is the name. And the headline is F word gets in the way of a potentially powerful message. So I wanted you guys to know, look, honest review is an honest review. So really inspired writes, I feel bad saying this, but it was very difficult to listen to what I know and feel has the potential to be a great and powerful message between all of the F-words. I really wish the podcasters would stop using the F-word like a comma. If they can lose the swearing, I would give this a five-star review. Well, really inspired. I fucking love the review. So thank you so much. And uh, to everyone else, if really inspired, by the way, if you email me at elon at satoriprime.com, although you might not still be a listener, I will be happy to send you a wonderful present. For the rest of you, if you are inspired to leave us an honest review on iTunes, please do. And then when I read it out loud, I will send you a present as well. All right. Now on with the fucking show. All right, guys. Welcome. Welcome. We decided to do our personal development without the fluff podcast here live on Facebook. And uh, I'm really excited to jam out with this man. We've been in each other's ethos for a very, very long time. And I had people say, have you met AJ yet? Have you met AJ yet? You guys both live in New York. You guys, you guys are definitely me, blah, blah, blah. And then we finally met. It was probably like a couple months ago at one of the City Gala events. And I was like, AJ, he's, he's literally talking on stage. And I can hear him say certain things. And I'm like, Oh, I get why people wanted us to meet. <laughs> so first and foremost, AJ, welcome to our show. Grateful to be here, my brother. Really enjoy this. And I'm excited to see what magic we both brew. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I said to him. I was like, would you be on the podcast? I'm sure like something absolutely amazing is going to come out of this. So AJ, what I loved when you spoke, and, and I've watched videos of you since and things like that, there was this great line. And you asked the audience, you're like, who knows their superpowers? And even when I spoke to you, you're like, I help people unleash their superpowers. I'm like, yes, yes, I like that. So <laughs> before we jump into what that is and what that looks like, uh, I'd love for you to just give people a little bit of background on who you are and what you're up to. And then we'll talk about all that other cool stuff. Yeah, absolutely, brother. So 
I'm based out of New York, just like you. And uh, I have an online coaching business. It's called Online Super Coach. And essentially, I help personal trainers and coaches discover their superpower and build a high-profit, low-stress online business from it. And once that foundation is set, then it's really helping them to become the expert in their industry, becoming a best-selling author, doing podcasts, seminars, retreats, but really just unleashing their amazing gifts to the world. And take people back a little bit about where you started before you kind of got to that, because I think that that story is really, really cool. Yeah, absolutely. So um, for me, I guess we go way back and I was this overweight, insecure kid. And for as long as I remember, I was struggling with my weight. I was 60 pounds away my heaviest, had it all chipmunk cheeks, man boobs, big old belly. And this security really limited my life. And I grew up, you know, with a rough childhood, like, like everyone, no one child is perfect, but I blamed my parents, society, just everything on all my problems. So I was using food to heal myself or to comfort myself. It wasn't really healing yeah. because once food stopped working, I went to drugs and alcohol, various substances, blacking out to like drunk, doing various drugs, cocaine, crystal meth, ecstasy. And all this time I was searching for this high, searching for this way of shutting down my mind, take away this pain. And at my worst, I had this severe overdose. It nearly killed me, put me in a coma for seven days. And from that moment on, I knew like, whoa, this is like serious because if I would have died that day, what would I have accomplished with my life? So the severity of my problem came to the surface. And from that point on, I decided to clean my life up. And I got very serious with my health and fitness, started to really understand my mind. What caused me to eat so much, become overweight, do all these drugs, nearly kill myself and become so self-destructive. And upon doing that, I started to put the puzzle piece together and realize that in the same way I was so self-destructive, I can improve my life. So then I started to really understand more mindset. I went back to school, got my degree in psychology. And from there, I, I started to apply it towards myself, first losing the 60 pounds, then becoming a personal trainer and wanting to help others. And really, everything I learned in my journey showed me that, just like you always say, everything starts with the mind. Even though I followed a specific nutrition plan, workout plan, cardio plan, all those years I was overweight, I had the mind of an obese person. Mm. Those years I was severely uh, addicted to drugs, I had the mind of an addict. So no matter what book I read or tips I got, nothing was working because it all happens from the inside out. Yeah, so good. By the way, for those of you, I know some of you are on Facebook Live, but for those of you who are going to be watching this later and can't see AJ on video, he is a huge muscle shredded dude right now. So just like to put things in perspective, when he talks about, it's funny, you're like chipmunk cheeks and man boobs. I'm like, man, you're made out of steel right now. <laughs> 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 quite the transformation. What was the shift for you? Like, do you actually know what it was that had you kind of turn to being overweight and using drugs and all of those things in the first place? Did you ever track it back to what was the, the catalyst for all of that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I just remember at a young age, I felt depressed, you know? And mm -hmm. as, as, as soon as I can remember just being conscious, I just had wow. this like, dark feeling about me and 
we all have wild imag- imaginations. And, and for me, as a child, it was always thinking very negatively. I was very pessimistic. And I remember certain things would happen. You know, I grew up in a household where there was uh, domestic violence and abuse. And we were very poor. We were immigrants in this country. So there were a lot of challenges being faced by my family. And I was the oldest out of four boys. So it was problems and all these fears. And I was, uh, in a sense, absorbing it. So I remember I would create these stories in my mind of the worst case scenarios, us being homeless, losing everything, my parents fighting, separating, uh, me being abandoned. So this negative mind was just creating some trauma within me. And, 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 I, and I truly feel that uh, in order to shut my mind down, to numb it, I was using food as a young child to, to get rid of that pain. Wow. Wow. And you don't remember what it was. It's, it's amazing to think that you were just the, the, one of the first memories or as long as you can remember, you just had kind of this like dark way of viewing the world. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it was, it was um, very difficult because I remember even, even as, a, as a young boy, I had trouble sleeping mm. and I would just be in, in, in a bunk bed. It was actually five of us living in this one bedroom apartment. So we had bunk beds to share the space. And I was just on the top bunk staring at the ceiling Everyone was sleeping. I was just staying up. And I just kept on thinking and thinking and thinking. And, you know, um, back then, I didn't have a coping system or a way of even d- discussing it, you know. So yeah. I don't know what was going on. It was, it was, you know, no one ever asked me, is everything okay? It was just dealing with this pain. And I, I thought it was normal. Wow. That's so unbelievable. I, uh, you know, Guy also, my brother, went through some really, really dark times and, it started around the time he was 12, which is still really, really young. And he yeah. actually remembers kind of this like, I, I, he didn't remember, but he worked it way back to, to seeing like what was the catalyst of that. Um, I'm curious, as you got older, and then, you know, like you said, food became drugs and, and things like that. Obviously, this thing happened for you to have this awakening. Um, how did this shadow of yours now turn into this beautiful gift that you now have to share with other human beings? For me, it was the, the near-death experience, uh, being in a coma. And uh, I feel that a lot of my uh, drug abuse and alcoholism addicted mindset was hidden from the world because I would overdose even at those times, but I would not let anyone know. There were other times I ended up in the ER or I ended up on the side of the street or at a nightclub, fully unconscious, but I kept it a secret. And for me, it was me being in a coma and having all my friends and family surrounded by me, it was fully opened up. Mm. So what was like the, the public embarrassment of that? And also when I was going through the near death experience, there was a moment where I flatlined and the doctors actually pronounced me dead. And I literally had my whole life flashing in front of me. And it was just everything, every, every single experience was the craziest thing from the moment I was born to my first birthday, to learning how to ride a bicycle, graduating from elementary school. Uh, all these experiences came to me. And I, I remember at that point, I, I was like fighting, fighting to stay alive. I didn't want to just go. It was, it was, it was like I was um, given a choice in a sense. Wow. You know, in my heart, I felt I was given a choice. Do I want to survive this? or pass on. And I didn't want to pass on because I felt like there was more for me. And I get emotional just, just thinking about it because I remember coming out of a coma and just 
being back in life and reality. And it was such a shock. But it was also this immense sense of gratitude that I was given a second chance. Wow. So that, that made me say, you know what? I, I want to leave a legacy. I want to clean up my life, become sober, change the world in a positive way and become the best man I could be. And that was 12 years ago. And I would say that that incident was a catalyst that just put me on this upward spiral. Wow. That is such an incredible story. So now walk people through after that, you wake up, have this life altering experience. Now you're obviously making different choices in your life. Absolutely. Were you, know? were you able to just quit drugs and do all that stuff? You know, cold turkey. What was the process? I mean, obviously you called a big one out on yourself uh, with everyone around you. So, yeah, absolutely. It was. It was. You know, coming out of the hospital. I remember like the first week or so. I went through that this shift. You know, a little bit of a depression, a little bit of anxiety. Also, was acclimating back towards this new life and, and the guilt that I felt putting my friends and family through seeing me in, in the severe state. But I remember it was like my line in the sand. It was the point of me now having to make a shift because my biggest problem at the time was my peer group. You know, I had friends who just wanted to get high all the time, party all the time. So I knew that the first thing I had to do was change my peer group and actually went into what is called monk mode so I went into just committing to staying in on the weekends and reading books. So at the time, like I never even finished like a, a book recreationally. I was you know, reading books in, in school and whatnot, but I vowed that year to read as many books as I can. And I just remember like every weekend I would read a new book. It was uh, Eckhart Tolle's Power of Now is actually the first book that I read. Wow. That first year I read 20 books and I actually started a journal. So I said, you know what? Um, now that I get the second chance on life, I'm going to document everything. I'm going to write down from when I wake up to when I go to sleep, the things I learn, the things that I want to shift. But it was, it was, it was definitely cold turkey. You know, it was like no drugs, no alcohol. I took a, 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 a severe sobriety check because there's no way I was going to end up back in, in that ER again. Mm, so, so beautiful. I, you know, it, it's interesting to me whenever I hear these like near-death experience stories, these blackout stories, car accident stories, sickness stories. Human beings take it in one of two ways. They just kind of take it and it's like, oh, that was an accident or what you did, which is it's like a, a life altering. I will never be the same. You called it line in the sand moment. And as a coach... And for me in my life also, you know, luckily, um, I haven't had to experience one of these, you know, like my life is nearly taken away modes. And I'm incredibly interested and curious in how we can create that level of urgency and eye-opening, like, wow moments without necessarily it getting to that level. And I know that as a coach, it's something that you... I'm sure you've seen in your life, like the messages are always there in the beginning. And in the beginning, they might be like, you know, like a little kitten coming to you and be like, it's like really cute. And if you don't notice it, you know, next thing you know, after a while, like a lion's coming to maul you and and take your life. Um, I'm curious now after that, and I'm sure life has still dealt you all sorts of things to deal with and handle and, and work through and grow through, et cetera. 
you know, what's your perspective now as, as you go through life after something like this? You know, that's a phenomenal point you just made. And a lot of it is really thinking about my life through that lens. And the, the big question is, is, uh, is rock bottom pain necessary for change? Yes. You know? Because for me, like it was nearly dying and being in a coma in front of my family and friends for me to make that shift. And I look back on other decisions and I will admit that there was severe pain that caused me to make that shift. And as a coach, as a teacher, as someone who wants to help others, there is this amazing desire to think about, are there other triggers, right? Can we be pulled by pleasure uh, as opposed to pain? And I do think about that a lot in, in my life. And um, I feel there are two types of motivation, right? There's uh, the push motivation. I got to get up, do this damn morning cardio, eat this disgusting boiled broccoli and chicken. How long do I have to stay on this diet? You know, I got the summer goal. You take the photos, you got the abs, then you gorge and pig out. You know, that was like my dieting process in the past. And then you have other things where, you know, you're pulled towards them. You know, I want to create this amazing live event for entrepreneurs and help people. You know what? If I don't make any money, it's totally cool. I just want to go out there and just get these people together. If I lose money, that's fine too, but I'm pulled to do it, you know? And I think about for my own selfish reasons, how can I create more pull motivation? Yeah. And is, is there more ways to create pull motivation to people? Yeah, it's so we actually uh, have a distinction that that's very similar. We actually call it the push versus pull. I think there's a time and place for both. I don't want people to hear this as like this is the right way and that's the wrong way. I, I do believe that there's a time and a place for both. Personally, I have actually, from a long term standpoint, have received a lot more joy even in the process from the pull method, where there's something so powerful that it literally pulls you towards that future and just lays out for you the the step-by-step -step process that you need to take. And there's this increased trust and faith in that where it's like, I don't have to have it all figured out. I don't need to know the 97 steps necessarily to get to that thing. I can just trust and know that if that's the thing that's pulling me in that direction, then I can just trust that my next step will fall where it's supposed to be. And even if sometimes you go like, it feels like you're going a little bit like this instead of like, no, 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 it's there. I've personally found that to be, at least for me, a much better lifelong motivator than, you know, I like your diet example. It's like, you know, when people are focused on, okay, I got to get on the beach and look this way in eight to 12 weeks, because people don't plan more than that, right? It's like, oh my God, I got to be on the beach, like for this wedding. Um, that's a push motivation. That's like, I'm going to starve myself. I'm going to do all this stuff. It's just not, there's no longevity in that process. It's more like if the choice is, hey, I really want to live a healthy, vibrant lifestyle, Yes, it might take you longer, but overall, the result, A, will last a lot longer, and B, will just be a much, much healthier thing. And you, you've trained, I'm assuming, both ways many, many times and with different people. What, what's your take on that? Yeah, I think um, that is such a great point. I, of course, like the, 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 the pull motivation is certainly more sustainable and more fun and easy. And I think about this like also 
what comes up for me is like it, it, it to, to, to create the constant pull motivation. It's also reframing it because I look back on when I was uh, severely overweight and I was allergic to exercise and I hated doing diets. <laughs> uh, That's a good story. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a way that looked at it. You know, it was like, I got to starve myself and get on this hamster wheel. It was my language, the story I had about fitness. Now being, you know, 12, 13 years into fitness, it's um, a different story that I have. It's actually, I have a bike right there. I look forward to it every morning. I love taking walks. I feel so much better eating healthier. You know, I love to have my cheat meal and enjoy myself here and there, but I'm right back on the diet. So I truly feel um, reframing circumstances, situations through the mental story that you tell is a powerful way to pull yourself to do something. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to pivot a little bit here and talk about what you do on stage and with clients and things like that. I know you train coaches and I know you help people find, I will say differently, probably remember what their actual superpowers are and then kind of unleash those onto the world. Walk us through how you got into that and then, and then what you're, you're actually doing right now. Yeah, absolutely. So back when I was a personal trainer, I soon realized that it is a very competitive place, right? Mm -hmm. Because when a person looks for a personal trainer, they have so many options. There's so many local gyms and facilities and boot camps. And for me, I, I, I had this tendency to have a very powerful connection with my clients. And a lot of it was my own personal story, uh, being overweight, being an addict, and for a long time sabotaging myself. So there was a sense of empathy Whereas like, I know this diet is going to be challenging. I know that right now doing this cardio is going to hurt your body, but just bear with it and taking baby steps to get into the goal, I was able to get great results. And then I was realizing that the clients I was working with, they were having amazing transformations. I just was collecting before and afters and I was being able to help them. And I looked at other trainers in my area or other people, they didn't have that same affinity. You know, perhaps some of them were born with phenomenal genetics and they're like, all you got to do is show up. Like, this stuff is easy, you know, or they can eat crap food and still stay lean. So I realized, okay, I'm, I'm different than the others, but also what am I doing differently? And I was reverse engineering it, and I came to realize that for me, one skill that I had was the ability to inspire people into action. Nice. So once I realized that that was my superpower, I just kept on inspiring more and more people into action. And as I was building my personal training practice, I said, you know what? This skill set is great in person. Now, how can I put this on the internet? So on social media, I started just creating videos, inspiring people to action. The same side conversations I would have with my clients, I'd write down some of the notes and the topics. I'm like, I'm going to make a video on this or this subject. And then soon I started to build online clients and online clientele. Then I realized like, wow, this ability to inspire an action it's taken me from personal training to online training, and then it transferred into the business coaching. And that's kind of like the one skill set that I'll take forever wherever I go. And I always wondered if, let's say, I decided to be a, a dance teacher, you know, some other totally different industry, and I want to teach people how to dance. Most likely, that same skill of being to inspire people in action, have empathy, connect with my own story would be taken there. 
So I then soon realized that, wow, you know, there's people that have this uh, innate skill, this one zone of genius that if they took it to any industry, they'll be successful. Mm. So rather than trying to find the perfect industry or to find the perfect target market per se, uh, the foundation should be to find what is this innate skill and then capitalize on that, do more of that. Mm. And I started to, to really just create a bunch of different exercises that help refine mine, but also I would test it out on some of my clients. Like, you know, go ask 20 people this question and see what happens. Or I want you to visualize this scenario, what comes up. And then oftentimes these clues and patterns were coming up and all of a sudden they, they begin to realize what their superpower is. This message goes out to anyone struggling with creating massive financial abundance in your life right now. So if that's you, listen very closely. You see, abundance is an energy, a frequency, if you will. And for most, it's pretty elusive. Well, not anymore, my friend. See, Guy and I have just released our latest, most advanced training yet on how to align to the frequency of abundance. That means more money, better health, amazing relationships are all available when you tap into this frequency. See, life no longer needs to be a struggle. What if you received abundance with effortless ease? So if you want to find out more about this amazing new training and how it can completely revolutionize your life, we've actually just released a free three-part mini training filled with amazing exercise that you can start implementing today. In it, you'll explore how to break your self-sabotage patterns, how to shift from sacrifice to gratitude, and how to even reprogram your financial thermostat that's deep in your subconscious and much more, obviously. So if you're ready, all you have to do is head over to primeyourabundance.com and you can get started today. We are so excited to share this breakthrough training with you. Again, to grab it right now, just head to primeyourabundance.com. See you on there. I also work with people who are transitioning, right? Transitioning from a job, maybe that they're successful at, they're just not happy at or fulfilled at, et cetera. And then inevitably comes this question like, well, what do I do next? And the, the answer for a lot of people out there is, hey, follow your passion, do what you're passionate about, things like that. Your angle, I like, and it's a little bit different. It's like, hey, figure out what your superpower is, what you're really, really good at, and then build something with that instead, which is what you ended up doing. So someone listening to this might go, well, there's a lot of things that I'm good at or are my strengths or gifts or whatever. How do I find out which is the one that truly is my superpower, which is the one that I actually go and pursue on because, you know, I'm really great with animals, but I'm really great with kids and I really like to travel and I'm really good at this. So like they kind of, you know, because the mind likes to get them to focus on a million things and not on the one. What would you say to people and like, what's that process you take them through to actually reveal and remember what that gift actually is? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll just share like some of my uh, top processes that someone could do right now. Cool. Raw data to really start getting clear on it. So uh, the first thing is to send an email to the 10 closest people in your life, friends, family, people that understand you well. And asking this simple question, hey, you know, I just listened to this amazing Have It All podcast from Satori Prime, and a question was asked, it was this, 
what is your superpower? And I really trust your opinion. I would love for you to know, I would love for you to tell me, what do you feel my superpower is? And what special abilities make me unique? So once you send that email out, you're going to get like a paragraph from these close people in your life. You will see some key distinctions that separate, you know, what these people are saying to what you think your superpower is. So there's a clue in the data of the closest people around you, okay? That's step number one. Step number two is doing it on a wider scale on social media. Make this simple post. Write this. What is one word you would use to describe me? So the moment you make that post in the comments, again, you'll get a people responding. It'll be similar to what you get in that email, but there'll be certain traits that stand out. You know, depending on how big your audience is, as you start reading the comments, you'll see a pattern. You'll see certain words, certain key distinctions, and this is how you appear to others, but also what they see is your special gift. Hmm. So once you start getting the, the data, from these intimate emails from the people close to you, from this public setting, your social media, then you'll start to start to put the puzzle piece together, you know? And of course, like the most important thing, and that's why like I, I agree with you about the whole follow your passion, do what you love. It's not the best career advice <laughs> because oftentimes, you know, some people love smoking weed and sitting on the couch all day, you know? Man, that'd be awesome to monetize that. If there's a way to do it, God bless you. But most people can't monetize the things that they love because they have really unique hobbies, yeah. you know? So it's really just getting clear on, okay, what advice do people typically ask me? Or what am I insanely curious about? And what is a result I could get for people? At the end of the day, we get paid for results, right? A fitness professional gets paid for helping people lose weight and gain muscle tissue. A business coach helps people create more income, create more freedom. A life coach develops happiness, relationships. I mean, all these amazing results. So it's really understanding what are the results that I can create that people will pay me for. And if you want to take it a step further, if you're already clear on the results you could create and you start to put the piece together with superpower, I would make a soft offer on your social media, mm. you know, just the, the simplicity of like, I, I've been super inspired lately to share my new superpower with the world. Here's a new program that I'm developing and I'm looking for five people to be beta clients to achieve this specific result in this specific way. If you're interested, like this post and I'll send you a message with more information to see if or how I can help you. So simple. You know, it's funny to me that when people know their stuff, the simplicity, like, I don't think there's anyone listening to that that goes, wow, that sounds really hard. <laughs> it, you know, it's just so simple. It, it's almost so simple that it's like obvious. And, and the thing that goes in my mind is like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Right? Because it really is just that obvious. And I love when stuff is like that because that's the stuff that anyone can be like, yeah, I can do that. I can send out an email to 10 people. I can write a post. Like it's super, super easy and will start getting you into alignment with what that thing is. And that last question 
was brilliant. I've never actually heard it said so simply and elegantly, which is what is the result that I can help people achieve? And that's, I think, one of the key missing components when people try to follow their passions and do all that stuff. It's like at the end of the day, people are paying you for a value transfer, right? You're going to offer me this in hopes that I can get from point A to point B in whatever it is that I want, right? Like you're that catalyst for me. If you don't know what it is that you can offer for someone to take them from A to B, they're not going to know. And then that's not going to lead to anywhere. So how do you work with people? So that was an amazing example of like how people find that. How do you specifically work with people? Well, a lot of it's the, the, the foundational tools of discovering their superpower, you know, getting clear on these elements, right? Because if you look at it from just a marketing point of view, it's really discovering your niche. It's finding your target clients, uh, creating an offer for them, and then building a business from it, right? And the beautiful thing about the world that we live in now is the power of the internet and the fact that you could magnify this message, okay? That same simple offer of, hey, I'm looking for five people to get this specific result in this specific way, you could now utilize the power of paid traffic and create Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Google ads, and add more juice to that to get to more people, right? More visibility. You could partner up with someone really awesome who already has an audience. Let's say you have an offer for busy moms. Uh, There's a a woman who has a busy mom Facebook group with 50,000 busy moms. Now you could collaborate on a joint venture and offer that she cannot refuse and get in front of her audience and help her clientele because maybe she's not doing what you're selling. So what I tend to do is to just amplify that superpower, finding the target client and making an offer to them and then looking at other modalities to reach more people have a bigger impact, right? Um, process that I have is helping people to write a best-selling book in two days. So I have a house in Long Island. Uh, people typically come here 10 to 12 at a time. Over two days, we go from zero, nothing, not even a single word to completing a book, getting it published, making them a best-selling author, and then building a funnel from the book to their online business. So now they have their message, they have the person they want to serve, and they have the offer, and it's amplifying that, right? A a good book can get into the hands of thousands of people. So stuff of that nature, podcasting, doing seminars, doing retreats, these are all ways to just take that one offer and magnify it, right? Because In this world of online marketing, as you know, you spend a lot of time in it. There's so much complexity. You know, you got to build this elaborate funnel. You have to learn Facebook ads, retargeting, pixels, like stuff that's so confusing. And most people do not have to do that. All they got to do is make one offer. And even organically, they can make a decent living. But people get so caught up and you don't have to learn Facebook ads. That's why I'm a big believer in focusing on your superpowers, outsourcing, automating or eliminating all the things that are not within that, 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 that circle of genius, you know? So it's just um, simplicity I find really helps me. And I think the message of simplicity for others is that you don't have to have 10 offers, 10 products, or spend all this time understanding internet marketing or copywriting or, or retargeting per se. Focus on getting people results. That's your foundation. And then have experts help amplify that message. 
Yeah, that's so, so true. And I think a lot of people, because the online world is filled with so many shiny objects and so many opportunities and so many people saying, do this and do that. And this is how I built my business. And this is, it's really easy to put your focus and efforts on the wrong things. And when we started coaching, we coached, I don't know, hundreds of people for free for years. Cause I had another job. I was just kind of doing this on the side cause I loved it. What I didn't realize now I look back at it, like that entire time I was just honing in my value proposition and it's much easier to hone in your value proposition when you're not worried about it actually remunerating you in any way, shape or form. It was just a matter of working and practicing just very much like you did with your body, right? Like you didn't, think that, hey, I'm going to lose this weight and get in really good shape and do all that stuff because I want to train other people to do it. That comes much later. And that's what I kind of mean when I was saying the pull thing. It's like, if what's in your heart, and this is a great point also, like what you found your superpower to be is it's not training. Your superpower is not training people how to build businesses or how to build rock star bodies. It's to inspire others. And if you guys hear like, just the same way that AJ was inspiring others to get in sick shape. Now he's inspiring others to find their gifts and share that gift with the world. Five years from now, 10 years from now, he will still be inspiring others and the modality might change. The gift will never, right? Like that aspect of him is the thing that drives him most. For me, this is what I said to people, like it's make people's dreams come true. Like that's, that's my gift. And, and, you know, at first, we did it through uh, marketing. Now we're doing it more through personal development. 10 years from now, who the heck knows? But like, I know that that's an ability that I have. So it's, it's a constant honing in of that ability. And I would just offer all anyone out there, like, just focus on adding value. The, the, the lay of the land, the medium, the, the audience, the methodologies to get in front of the audience will all show itself to you. We were just on a Facebook live uh, a couple of hours ago and a guy who's been in our ethos for a long time, private message me. He's like, I'm ready to go where, you know, how do I start working with you guys? Like you just don't know how this stuff happens, but when your focus is how do I make myself more valuable to add more value to these people? Um, and that's what AJ has done. Like your life is, the honing of that, you know, the sharpening of that ax that allows you to be this for others. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for that. I appreciate it. Just one thing came up because, yeah, you know, I was, I was having a conversation about it this morning was I, I got on the internet, uh, 1998 and wow, I had to early America online with that broadband modem. And it was like, waiting, you know, <laughs> and it's fascinating that we've, had the internet, I mean, for over 20 years now, you know, and I remember like uh, the internet was originally called the information superhighway. And I truly feel that in the past few decades, we've had so much information and it was the information age. But the conversation I had this morning was really talking about how now we're going into the transformation and implementation age, you know? Mm -hmm. So my goal as a coach, as a leader, or as a teacher is not so much to give people a lot of new information, but if I could help people with more implementation and create more transformation, then I've done my job. You know, mm -hmm. because right now people go on Google and literally build a million dollar business, have a six pack. I mean, the information is there, but why are they not 
implementing it, why they're not applying it. Because they're in their own goddamn way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so good. I'm curious for you in your life, because I know you are a journeyman just like us and on the spiritual path, etc. Um, something that's come up for me recently, and I've just been really interested in what people's take on it is, um, I know we're kind of halfway through 2018, but if you can remember back to 2017, um, it seemed to be a very turmoil, like, like an upside down year. A lot of stuff came up for people. And um, now I'm listening to people talk about 2018 and it seems to have a lot more insights and depth and uh, manifestations and things like that. I'm curious, you know, in the last 12 months, personally for you, what's been your journey? What have you been up to? What have you been uncovering for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. This is a great question. You know, uh, for me personally, I, I, I did this, uh, really powerful plant medicine ceremony. It was July of 2017. Nice. And for me, it was or San Pedro, uh, as Aya. Nice. Yes. And I'd never done, done, done it before. I was kind of going without any expectation. However, I went in, I remember like, um, we had intentions and we had to publicly state our intentions and write them down. And for me, it was, it was so like logical. Like I really need to know how to double my business and have massive growth. Here's my financial goal. I want this many clients. I want this many people in my seminars. It was so logical. So going in, that was my intention. However, going out was completely different. Mm. And when I was out of it, I was like, wait a minute. Like I, the messages I received is about letting go and surrendering. So it's not about doing more, putting more effort in, but it's about taking uh, the foot off the gas pedal. This is quite confusing. I don't get it, you know? <laughs> and that was the greatest thing that could ever happen to me that led to an immense level of peace of mind, ease, flow, creativity. And I got the growth too. Yes. I got massive growth. But it happened uh, so... Uh, unconventionally. And it, it made me realize you gave this amazing speech and you were talking about like the results that got you to your current state of growth or, you know, the thing that you're doing to get the current results is not going to get you to the next level. Essentially what got you here won't get you there. So this, all this time I was pushing and forcing and not letting go, trying to manipulate things stopped when I started letting go and just, ah, whoa, this is a, this is a fun ride. I don't have to work as hard. <laughs> and the results there follow. Incredibly. Hey, like so counterintuitive, so counterintuitive. I'm still blown away that that message is so true. In oh. fact, like, uh, in, in, in my living room above my fireplace, it says, when you let go, life will just flow. And that's my new mantra. It's so good. And it's, you know, we talk about plant medicine on the show all the time because for me and Guy, it's, it's have it all. That brand actually came out of an ayahuasca journey of mine. Uh, programs like our Ascension program that we have came out of Guy's uh, pro, uh, ayahuasca journey. It's, it's been such a guiding force. And it's, it sounds funny, so I'm going to re rephrase this a little bit. It's allowing you access to your highest self 
and you're actually tapping into that energy and receiving direct downloads and information from your highest self. So it's not like someone's there and be like, you should do this to your business. It really is like you finding your truth at the most core level of you. And what's really interesting is if if you had read that in a book, AJ, and someone was like, hey, AJ, for you to succeed, here's what you need to do in life. You need to give up on your goals. You need to take your foot off the gas. You've been like, this book's a bunch of bullshit, right? Yeah, absolutely. I would have been like, this person does not know what they're talking about. This is airy-fairy. It's all about the hustle and the grind and the hard work. <laughs> yeah. And then, but when you receive that message there, it, it's it resonates in you as truth. It almost goes in and like rewires your entire physiology and emotional state and physical state. And that's the part when people ask me like, what is it like? And what do you do? And don't you puke and this? And I'm like, look, for, for the amount of, <laughs> I, I'd done personal development. I started in 2003. So 15, 16 years, let's say, right? I walked out of the jungle for the first time when I did five ceremonies in a row. It was like doing 20 years of personal development work in a week. And like, not even the shit that I have to worry about well, can I implement this in my life? And like, none of that was there. It was just like, here's your new, here's your new body. Here's your new mindset. Here's your new programs. Go have fun. And then you just get to explore. And hasn't it been interesting to see how life, as soon as you made that shift, just starts to prove itself right to you with this new mantra. It's like you start getting to see, oh, life gets to be easy here too. And life gets to be easy here too. And when I let go here, it gets to be easy here too, right? Hasn't that been your experience? Absolutely. Like as you're just saying all this, I'm getting these incredible chills. I'm like, ah, goosebumps. <laughs> and it was totally unconventional because when I got out of the ceremony, the first thing I did was on my Facebook, I made an announcement because this is a dream I had for many years of doing stand-up comedy. And in my heart, I just felt like I had to do a night of stand-up comedy and I've realized that all these new creative challenges, because I since done stand-up comedy, uh, I'm now pursuing dance, um, wow. spoken word poetry, I'm recording a rap album. Wow. These things make no sense. You know, like I said, going back to the old paradigm of growing the bottom line, helping more people, having this massive business, what does stand-up, dance, and rapping have to do with it? Mm. However... These things are opening up the creativity, the insights, the breakthroughs, the ideas that I would have never had. Mm. So it's all about just letting go. Like um, this intuitive voice has become so loud that now I just trust the inner wisdom where perhaps in the past it was, you should do stand up or, hey, maybe start practicing your poetry. Oh, no, that's important. And I was quieting that intuitive voice down. Now I'm like, whoa, this wisdom is mm. so and everything you say, I will trust. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Oh, I wish I could bottle that up. That, <laughs> like, it's something, you know, I think for women, and maybe our experience as men is slightly different. You know, women innately are born much more connected to intuition. Mm. So for them, it's this, you know, that voice has always been there. I think for especially like alpha, 
get shit done males, right? Like you have this amazing, yeah, exactly. Very cerebral. And we produced results, really awesome results using this. And, and this is a supercomputer for everyone listening. Like this is amazing. Even with the voice and even with all, it's amazing. Its capabilities are amazing. We have just given it a job that it is not capable of doing. We forgot that we have this whole other thing here that it's meant to drive the inspiration, the intuition, the everything. And then that can actually feed it and go like, hey, just do this simple task. Don't try to figure out and sort out my whole life and how I'm going to be. Ha- no, it's not. that's not its job, right? And so I think for us, when we tap in men, when we tap into that intuitive thing, at first, it feels so foreign. It's like, where is it? You know, it's a part of you, but it's almost like, can I trust this thing? Like, are you sure? Because we've got this so dialed in, right? And then now, and I'm sure this is probably what you've experienced also, it's like, everything starts to come more from here. Mm. Listen and trust. And the more you give it trust and the more you listen, the louder it starts to communicate and the faster the messages that are received. Then life, this is what I'm saying, like this is how life gets to be super, super easy where you don't necessarily have to figure out like, how do I do these 97 steps? It's just like, no, just, hey, this tells you go do that or connect with this person or take that action. You're like, good, I'm done. I'll go do that. I don't have to ask why or, you know, how is this going to lead to this and this and this. It's just like, great, I'm going to go do this thing. I love the comedy. Are you still doing comedy? Oh, yes, absolutely. And uh, I've now committed myself to doing a night of stand-up comedy every year. Wow. And then on my social media, I actually now film clips. So an uh, intuitive idea comes up. Well, this would be a funny joke. And instead of just telling it to a friend or holding it in, I'll record it. And now actually on Amazon, I got some props. I got a blonde wig. And I'm just going to my characters. Again, this is so fun. And it's really opening my creativity. And my intuitive voice is telling me I need to do it. Where in the past, I would not trust it. Be like, that's crazy. Why would I need to do that? Let me go write a blog post. <laughs> Spending an hour doing comedy is actually helping me more, making more, more money, giving me more energy and creativity than doing something that is so brain-based and logical. Yeah, oh, so good. There's also something about when you unleash who you are, like the full self-expression of who you are, it magnetizes people to you. Not even people that you necessarily thought, hey, I, I'm going to do this so I can magnet. That, that's, that's fake bullshit nonsense. I mean, like you just do it for you. And then people, it's just energy, frequency, right? Like you're in a certain frequency, you're having fun, you're exploring. And then all of a sudden, all of these other people who are kind of on the outside of that idea, but wanting in, you're now their flame, like they're the monster, they're flame, and they just fly to you. And that's the thing that people don't quite understand. Everything is not logical and linear. It's not like do this, this and this to get 10 clients. It's the more you unlock who you actually are in this world, the more those people will naturally come, come to you. Now, I, I don't want people to mix up my words. That doesn't mean you get to sit on a couch and just go, hmm, and clients come knocking down your door. I don't believe in that bullshit. Like, I think everything requires action. There's a huge difference, though, between taking inspired action. One inspired action will do 10x what 10 of your... I need to do shit actions will do. 
Mm. And that's the part that the human mind just does not want to release. It's like, no, 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 I'm going to tell you what to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 and I've been meditating very deeply on the word freedom, mm. right? To me, freedom is the ability to express yourself wholeheartedly without a care in the world. Yes. And we all have these amazing uh, drives and inspiration. You with your music. And when, when, when I see you posting your videos, DJing, playing your music, I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. And you're adding value to my life. Mm -hmm. So if you are dancing on video, telling jokes, playing music, rapping, you're actually adding value to people. You're entertaining them, but you're being free. You're giving people permission because I would see these people dancing on social media and I was like, whoa, that's brave. I can't do that. You know, about a few weeks ago, I said, screw it. Hit record. I started dancing. I put myself It was the greatest sense of freedom that I've ever experienced. Wow. You know, and, and, and that's, and that's where I just want to give people more freedom to express themselves whole, wholeheartedly. I love it. You know, it's interesting. You're, that that theme, that thread that you created from the beginning of your superpower, like I inspire people to take action, right? Now what I heard is like, I inspire people to have courage. I inspire people to be free. And it just, as you're finding out your levels of uh, self-expression and your levels of freedom, you're actually raising and allowing people to kind of come up there with you. Not that there's really levels, but like enjoy that level of freedom and, and self-expression and et cetera. Man, it's just absolutely beautiful. And I, you know, I, I heard you speak at that event and I was like, AJ, I so get why people were like, yeah, you guys should meet, you guys should meet. It's, um, it's so fun to talk to people who are enjoying the process, I, more than enjoying lovingly passionate about the process of uncovering who they are. And like, you, you don't take it seriously. Not as in you, you don't treat it seriously. I mean, like, there's this lightheartedness to the exploration of who you are. There's this playfulness that's there. And for a lot of people, it's like, they do everything. It's just so serious. It's like, I gotta, I gotta figure out transformation. I gotta figure out personal development. And I gotta figure out, it's like, there's just so much more fun when you just let it go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that was a huge insight. I feel that one of the, uh, the keys to enlightenment is like silliness, you know, being lighthearted. I mean, if you look at a child and they're just playing and having fun. And this whole conversation is a very free-flowing, fun conversation. You know, we talk about some serious topics, but for the most part, it's this ability to look at life through the eyes of a child. And not be that serious because once you become serious and the ego takes over. And I realize when you're just lighthearted, playful, having fun, you diminish the sound of the ego. So, so brilliantly said. Um, I wish we could keep doing this for hours. Uh, keep going. <laughs> yeah, I, I value your time greatly. And, and I really, really honor the fact that I got to spend some time with you like this and, and really share this amazing information with people. Uh, for all those people, I know you're linked in here, but for those that are going to be watching on the podcast, uh, listening on the podcast, where can they find you, get a hold of you, send you love? Yeah, I appreciate it. My main website is onlinesupercoach.com. That's the main hub. I got a lot of free trainings on there. You want to come to one of my live seminars. Uh, the schedule's on there as well. This is my podcast. And on social media, it's super simple. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash AJ fit, AJ F I T. 
Smart man. You grabbed that. You grabbed that uh, little link there, huh? Nice. Nice. Yeah, I grabbed uh, This Is Elon way back in the day because I figured I was like, people are going to people are going to like bombard these things. You know, you had like the yeah, name, like the, a lot of Elons out there, yeah, be, especially in Israel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. AJ, seriously, uh, I am just vibrating with joy and happiness right now. That was super awesome. I knew it would be. Thank you for uh, being here with me. Thank you for being here with all the people on Facebook Live and for all those that will be catching this on the podcast uh, on behalf of them. Thank you as well, man. Appreciate you, Elon. Love the impact you're making on this world, and I'm grateful to know you. Same, brother. Same, same, same. All right. Have an amazing week, everybody. And again, AJ, talk to you soon, brother. Peace. Later. I really hope you enjoyed that awesome conversation as much as I did. And as always, thank you for your continued loyal support and your listening. A couple things. If you haven't already done so, make sure you go to Facebook right now and request to join our amazing private group. It's called Personal Development Without the Fluff. It's a quickly growing community with some amazing souls and amazing support. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, I can promise you, you will absolutely love that group. That's where we make all of our exclusive content available as well as trainings that are just for the group accessible to you and your fellow Satorians. So make sure you press access to that group immediately. Also, if you haven't done so already, we've put together an incredible app. You can go to satoriprime.com forward slash app and get immediate access right now to a 10-part mindset reboot training. It is an eye-opening, mind-expanding experience that you do not want to miss. Well, until we meet again, have an amazing day, my friend. I look forward to personally connecting with you and seeing how Satori Prime can help you in achieving your dream life real soon. Have an amazing day.